Welcome to episode eight, Making Friends as an Adult. Leanne and Sarah talk about their own friendships and Leanne shares some top tips on how to make friends as an adult. I hope you enjoy this episode. Leanne, what's your experience of making friends as an adult? Believe it or not, um, I have really struggled over the years making friends. I don't really? now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So starting university, that's what I kind of class as, you know, the I was going to make a rude joke about you and friends, but I thought... Why? Go well, on. No, I'm not now. <laughs> now that you've just said that you struggled making friends, I don't know what upset you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, university, I was terrible. It's kind of my first experience of having to make friends as an adult. Because kind of before then, all, all my friends are from secondary school that you've kind of been thrown together, you know, through, um, through that. But... Then starting, I was a mess starting university. The only way I could talk to people was if I got really, really drunk. That was that was like the way I made friends, getting really, really pissed out of my head. Um, but moving on, I've kind of got better and better and learned, you know, how to make friends. But it, it's so hard. I mean, after after university, making friends. Then obviously there's the I fell pregnant. <clears throat> so then it was about making friends at toddler groups, and that was torturous absolutely awful I found that so hard because you're kind of desperate to make to create a tribe of women that you can bring up your kids with and yeah I just majority of the women would just want to talk about washing what washing powder they used and you know when you end up making kind of meaningless small talk and yeah, asking really questions that you don't want to be asking like yeah and everyone, oh isn't the weather lovely today yeah and everyone just wants to talk about their babies and what stage they're at and how wonderful they are and all the things they can do and kind of I, I was kind of like you know I'm 21 I'm really I don't want to be talking about my baby all the time it's you know I loved I love being a mum but I didn't want to just that to be all we talked about and I'm not really big into small talk I've, again I think that's probably the problem is that I'm, I want to know the ins and outs of people straight away and that's partly why you know I work as a therapist because it's what I love doing but that you can't go into that you can't start probing people for questions you know deep personal things straight away without them looking at you like you're completely mental so yeah again that's something I've had to develop is is to get better at small talk but without it being boring and talking about nonsense so yeah there was a toddler groups and then then I start again so when I left London and moved to Newbury um again I suppose it was the kind of school by that point it's more the kind of the school playground Oh, the school playground. Yeah. Oh, and the horrors. It's awful, isn't it? <laughs> it's awful, especially when you're new to a school. I think if you start maybe at the beginning with your kids and then, you, you know, you're there with the new mums, but going into the school playground, you know, when you've got kids like yeah. in the sort of starting with the juniors and trying to get into those cliques, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. It's literally like going back to school and feeling like you're being bullied almost and pu- pushed out on that kind of feeling of rejection and... Yeah, and I don't really know how you get around that. I mean, my way was always to join the PTA, and then I find that you kind of then get labelled as you're a PTA person, whatever that means. I mean, the, these PTA women are doing like these amazing jobs, raising money and working their asses off, and yet there is a kind of stigma attached to the people that aren't in the PTA. They kind of look at the PTA mums as in, oh, you're one of them. You're one of those PTA mums that think that thinks they're perfect and amazing and wonderful. And um, and it's farther, could it be farther from the truth? My experience of being a PTA. Yeah, but I think sometimes at school, so the schools, um, so one of the schools where I my kids were, 
they actually had like a person in the year group whose job it was to kind of bring the new person in and to organise oh, like nice. coffees yeah. and things like that. So that, that worked really well. Did you um, make friends? I did make friends, but, you know, obviously, again, you have that same, that same, you know, the same clique type thing. Yeah. Sometimes you think, you are, am I in the clique? I don't know. Yeah. You know, that, that, that kind of thing. And, it, and I think it must be easier making friends when you've got kids in some ways. In some ways it's easier because you're around so many people. But at the same time, you're not necessarily meeting people that you want to hang around with. Sometimes you get pushed into relationships mm. because your kids are friends. Yeah. And so then you end up in these friendships mm. that are not necessarily people that you'd want to hang around with. No, I mean, you know, they're, they're fine and they're, they're, they kind of work well. Yeah, for what you need them to be, if that makes yeah. sense. But yeah, no, you're right. They, but yeah, my closest friends that I've made. So I had one really good friend that I made in London, that was actually from a toddler group, but she was not, you know, a toddler group woman. She very much more like me, kind of down to the nitty gritty, you know, telling me about her, kind of, you know, darkest deepest secrets straight away. And that's the kind of person that I really, you know, kind of get on with. And then in when I moved to Newbury. I think my closest friends then came from sort of my spiritual circles that I got involved in. Um, and, yeah, the people that I kind of keep in contact the most now. And what about when you moved to Devon? <clears throat> and then Devon, obviously meeting you. Yay! <laughs> but that was, that was an interesting one though, wasn't it? Yeah. Because we, our eyes met over the yoga mats. Over the we? yoga mats. Yeah. And we kind of, well, I think it probably was a couple of years of yoga before we actually became friends. Yeah, but that's Probably because you friends. were always late to the class, so you'd sneak in to the back. I was always late, and then I was always having to run off to get back to go to work or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I missed out, because we did do, I think, we did do a few coffee mornings, and then, um, I suppose it was you coming for massages. Well, no, what I, what, yeah, but what I also remember is you were quite quiet in the class, whereas yeah. I was, I'm quite a noisy, talkative person. And I remember just um, having had a massage with you and thinking, oh, my God, this is amazing. And I just announced it to the whole class. Yes, yeah, you did. <laughs> and then announced it to the, to the school where your kids were. Yeah. And yeah. I think, yeah, my business boomed after meeting you. <laughs> no, but, I, but I'm, and that's kind of how we got to know each other because a lot of people in that class didn't know that that's what you did. Yeah. So they were like, oh, my God. I think they were, my default is to go quiet. I think... Whether rightly or wrongly, I'm more of, and you know, I suppose it's a judgment, I'm, and I'm kind of more aware of this now. But I don't want to be the person that hogs up everyone's time in the room. You know, I don't want to be that person that everyone's like rolls their eyes out. Here they go I again. I don't want to be that person, but I think I often am. <laughs> well, but you're really funny with it. It's not like you're kind of you're not oh. hogging people's time. I think you are. No, amazing. but I have to be. I have to be aware of it though because. I do, I do like to dominate the conversation sometimes, yeah. and, I've, and I've got to remember that there is more, pe- more people in the room, not just, I don't need to just have my voice going the whole time. Yeah, but having that awareness is the important thing, isn't it? I think that's, the, when you're making friends, is having an awareness of how you might be coming across, but not losing who you are. Like, you don't want to not be, that's, that is part of your personality, that's who you are. Yeah. You have to, you have to, like, also give no fucks. Yeah. That's the doorbell. That's the doorbell, yeah. Which I'm not going to answer. But, yeah, no, I think it's really important not to care um, to a certain extent. Um, but, 
you don't want to be upsetting people or hurting people's feelings, but you want to be who you are. Yeah. And you won't, when you attract the people that are meant to be in your life, you won't hurt those feeling, their feelings being the way that you are. Like, you know, yeah. you say some awful things sometimes, Sarah. Yes, <laughs> very <laughs> so, Yeah, Sarah announced, um, as I have a, a new boyfriend, and when he came round for a cup of coffee, I'd lost weight since um, I got divorced, and she, the first thing she said to him was, <coughs> can you... Um, Make sure you don't let her get fat again. <laughs> like, yeah, but I was, I was actually thinking about your health there. Yeah, and but I it's not of, the kind of thing you say. <laughs> yeah, but actually, you having had lost weight, it's much better for your heart and yeah, your blood pressure. Yeah, but it's my everything. responsibility to make sure I don't put weight on, not his. Yeah, no, but he is a chef. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny the things that you come out no, with. No, but sometimes. he cooks amazing food. I mean, he does. If it was if it was the other way round, yeah, I'd want you to be saying the same thing because I don't think I could stop myself all that delicious cuisine that he presents. Yeah, it's you not with. it's not like that though. It's not like he's constantly cooking. I think I probably cook for him more than he cooks for me. Really, in my yeah. in my mind, in my mind, I'm just being like in my in mind, bed, being fed is, food. It's like it's like you're kind of living in a Michelin star restaurant and <laughs> you're presented with these beautifully presented breakfast, <laughs> lunch, and dinner. <laughs> Yeah, it's not quite like that. Oh, anyway, I, you know, I have your best, but yeah, no, I do say things like that, and then afterwards I think, oh no, because Ben doesn't know me very well, and he could, he could be <laughs> thinking, Jesus, what kind of friendly animal? <laughs> yeah, but, but I, I like get... those qualities. Like, see, what I like, I like to be around people that say it as it is, for themselves, and you know, you know where you stand with people, don't you? Yeah. And I definitely think that you're like that. Well, it's very difficult, actually, when you are around people who don't say how they feel. Yeah. And then you're always trying to work out. Yeah, especially when like we, we both pick up energies around people. Yeah. And you know when someone's not being authentic. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it is, you know, it's painful to be around because yeah. you're there and you can feel this wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when, yeah, yeah, again, yeah. like I'm someone that wants to get beneath that, and yeah. if someone's just got walls up all the time, I find it really hard to be around them. Yeah, no, me too. I feel that their aura is almost, instead of being a coloured aura, I'm sounding really weird now, but it always feels like there's grey smoke around them. Yeah. And even though I might like the person because they've got the same interests as me, um, there's some kind of negative energy that they're giving off, which makes me yeah. not, not so interested. I think it's protection. I think lots of people put up walls of protection. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I have had friends, um, one friend in particular, actually, in Newbury. Kind of, I, I kind of always know, like, I see somebody and I think, I know I'm going to be friends with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sometimes it takes longer than others. Well, I want to be friends with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind of know, like, I can feel there's something there. But yeah. some people do have so many balls up that you kind of you know you might keep going back and try it you know you kind of like have to kind of take things slowly it is like yeah. I don't know I can kind of compare it's like you know dating really isn't it with yeah but it's kind of different a different way of doing it because you're not obviously looking for a partner to marry or have babies with but you're yeah. looking for somebody I suppose it's, it's equally equal important because the people that you surround yourself with are either going to uplift you and make you feel wonderful yeah. or they're going to drag you down and make you feel awful. Yeah, and you definitely don't want the energy suckers want, around. You don't want the energy suckers around. No, and they may, and they may be energy suckers, suckers? suckers? <laughs> energy suckers to you, but they might not be energy suckers to somebody else. Yeah, and that's the thing. Mm. We, we kind of all react differently 
you know, I definitely react differently to different people. Yeah. Um, I hope I'm not an energy sucker to anyone, but someone out there might might think that that might be their perception yeah, of me. Know. So, have you ever like met someone and had like an instant connection where you just like there's yeah. like this explosion of energy and yeah, you get on really well. Yeah, I have. Have you? Um, I know I have a couple, not very often, and it's usually with people who are a little bit uh, perhaps neurodiverse. I'd like to say, um, so they are, yeah. So they think in a very lit same way as I think, yeah. perhaps, and uh, they're a little bit crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's generally how it happens. It's all about your um, making of friends as an adult, because you've you've moved around a bit as well. Haven't yeah, you? yeah. So I um, was brought up abroad in Holland, and uh, I had my main friends were from kind of dance, mm-hmm. and they were all quite crazy, and we used to get up to really crazy things. And I'm still friends with them now. Uh, it's been you know we connect. They're all over the place, but we we still connect and talk, and 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 it's amazing because we're still the same as we were kind of back then. Um, and school, I kind of had, I kind of hung out with the nerds. It's that same school playground thing, isn't it? Where you have the the cool kids who probably aren't really that cool, but I was never in that ground. I was in the kind of the weirdo nerd group. Mm. Um, so I had my kind of dance friends, and then kind of coming over here, I. So I, how old were you at, when you were came over here? Um, so I was sixteen, and I came. But not quite an adult then. No, sorry. I've gone back a bit, but it's important though because the the friends that I'm really good friends with now are still. So I went I went to boarding school. My parents were abroad for two years, and I made some really strong friendships there. Yeah. Because we were in together, and uh, you know, really great. But interestingly, now when I still see some of them, often we still are very aligned and have a great time. But some of them, I I can get a bit irritated with just because we've grown in different directions, and I see how you know, how crazy some people's lives are. And it's like, just, you know, you're going to kill yourself. But anyway, Mm -hmm. that's digressing. Um, But I found making friends fairly easy, generally. Um, The baby thing, I totally get. I I remember going to a a toddler group thing and seeing one mum that I thought I might be able to make friends with and Mm -hmm. honing in on her. Yeah. And maybe being a little bit too forward and say asking, Oh, you know, should we meet up next week at the park? And Yeah, you can come across a bit stalkerish. Yeah. And I'm I'm that person. I'm always tend to be the person that makes the first move. Yeah. And then this woman was just like and then I said, Yeah, then maybe you can come back to mine for a coffee or I could come to yours and she was like, I don't have people in my house. (laughs) She was really cold, so I was like, Oh my god. Did you end up becoming friends? No. 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 So, and then, um, but I just, I kind of sensed that we might be friends, so that that didn't really work out well. Um, and then the whole school playground thing, I have made some really good friends through school. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but you do get the kind of groups of people, which I tend to stay, I try and stay out of the cliques. Yeah. Although sometimes I wonder, am I in a clique? I don't really know. Not now, but, um, Yeah. And I remember one of the schools, not, not this is years ago now, um, my kids went to a school just not for very long, and there was a mum, who you know too, who shall remain nameless, who was inviting um, a lot of people over for a Prosecco evening, and was really loudly in front of five or six mums, just kind of asking, saying, oh, 
blah 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 would you like to come tonight and then completely ignoring half yeah. the people and um you do get a lot of that, and it is like and you're it's really like awful being around though. children again. Yeah. You think, how can you not have any awareness yeah. of how you're making people feel around yeah. you? Yeah. It's very odd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think people like that literally don't, they kind of don't get out of that world. No, of no. I mean, I, I don't really mind. And then, you know, there was one occasion where she kind of invited the child in um, when there was loads of mums in, in the kitchen, and the mum kind of stepped over the door to go in thinking that there was a, a, a tea on offer and the, and the mum just put her hand up and said you can come and pick her up in a few hours I mean really nasty yeah so I can't be doing with any of that um, and then I mean I really like friends from different cultures mm-hmm. um, I find it fascinating and interesting how yeah the, the differences and yeah. love talking to them about different subjects yeah. um, and I really like my spiritual friends as well. I think it's really important yeah. to have people around you that are different to you. Yeah. Although you don't grow as a person. No, and it's You're fascinating. Just... Like people that have, you know, f- from who have been brought up in other countries. Yeah. Or b- been brought up in the UK, but in a different cu- kind of cultural um, belief is. I think I find it really fascinating and mm. having those conversations. And I um, think it's really worrying nowadays how easy it is to get caught up in your own bubble of just attracting people that are like you yeah and um you know you see it definitely on social media and you know this kind of just get fed this thing you're not re- people aren't really allowed to grow or change no. or be accepting that no of different people no. because you don't get get no. to especially living here it's yeah. really difficult yeah but the other group of friends that i've made actually is the dance mums yeah and um so I have two sons and a daughter. Actually, my daughter doesn't do dance. It's my two sons who um, used to... Well, one still does, one one doesn't. But um, So I was part of this kind of dance mums group. And they were great because they... Um, a lot of them had been into kind of performing arts as well, so they were all quite outgoing. And we, we had such a great time. And then, and then you did get the... Oh, your son always gets asked to do things. Yeah. And so I was always the mum of the sons that did get to do a lot because they were boys so they mm-hmm. did get to us to do quite a lot um, and so there was a bit of that going on but um, you know I really enjoyed the connection with the other dance members and I'm still in touch with them now so yeah it's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing um, friendship um, and I have zero social anxiety yeah which is probably you know I'm very lucky um, but I think sometimes I can be hyper aware of what's going on around me yeah. and really can read what's going on and work it out. But then sometimes I don't have that awareness and I'm a bit like a bull in a china shop. Yeah. I can be quite, quite um, flippant and um, not spontaneous. What's that word? Where you, um, where you just suddenly impulsive yeah. I can be very impulsive and sometimes I do things and I regret it afterwards because yeah. I think maybe it's funny but <laughs> it actually turned out sometimes it can be really funny and I and then sometimes I've gone too far yeah um, so there is that yeah I'm just trying to think you know since moving to Devon my kind of closest friends have been haven't really necessarily been through the kids they've kind of been again so meeting you and then volunteering that was a really good way of meeting people 
Yeah. And you do it and sports activities, so yeah. like, like running yeah. and bike riding and swimming, like the world's yeah. women swimming group yeah, is yeah, yeah. really good. Yeah, that's really good. And then obviously having the circles and things, but not yeah. necessarily making friendships out of them, but just having that is yeah. important. Yeah, no, I really like that. And what about um, friends who are men? Oh, yeah. So Don't that's a really that's a really, that's <laughs> that's a really been, interesting. That's one. a bugbear so for me. Yeah, so I, you know, in my life, uh, I have one really close male friend, um, but I do. I Is have, he gay? Yes. Yeah. He's gorgeous as well. Oh. But but I. I only say that because I've just got a theory, and I don't. I wish it wasn't true, but I just don't know whether straight, straight. I don't know heterosexual is the right correct term sorry heterosexual men and heterosexual women can be friends well i think they can but i have see see there's a a couple of men who i um in my life i've gotten really well with and you know you kind of you meet a couple and i kind of get on more with the man than the woman Mm -hmm. and and i have had that happen um a few times but i have always got that worry that the wife is going to think that you know so, I mean, there's a, a couple that I was friends with years ago now, and, and they're not together anymore, and I really got on very well with the husband and the wife, but, you know, the husband as well. And, um, yeah, you always have that worry that you don't want to give off the wrong impression, even yeah. though you, you're, you're... I mean, I'm completely happily married. I yeah. have no interest in other men but in that way. Um, but I do like male company because... I think I've got quite a male brain, and I love yeah, a filthy, disgusting se- sense of humour. Yeah. And the grosser the better, and so I do quite like that. But I do, yeah, have that worry that. I, I don't want to take upset. that statement back. Actually, I don't really agree that they can't be friends, but I think it is tricky. <clears throat> I think it is hard. Well, they can be friends, but you just—it's that worrying that the other partner, like my husband couldn't care less I could have all male friends and he would not worry at all but yeah I my worry is I wouldn't want to the other person the other partner of the, yeah. of the I'd man, love I more male friends I mean I've got friends through um that are you know married couples and yeah I'd say they're equally you know, yeah. both of them are equally friends yeah, yeah 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 um but even then when you get like you know, right recently one of them came single and then, you know, when I became single, then people are trying to, like, push you together or, you know, it's just yeah. weird. Yeah, no. Even though you're just friends. Or no. then there's, you know, but I had a lot of friends out from university. Most of my friends at university were male. And then when I got with my ex-husband, he kind of made it. He was quite, he wasn't necessarily jealous, but I know he just had this kind of anti-social thing that made it, they didn't enjoy coming around and being like he didn't make them feel welcome yeah so it wasn't necessarily that he would say you can't because i wouldn't put up with that but he would just make it obvious that he didn't like them being around yeah 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 so then they kind of fell by the the wayside and then it was kind of my aim when when then we split up was like i'm gonna get build a an empire of men around me because i do love hanging around with men and that hasn't really worked out either because i did lots of dating spoke to lots of people lots of men and you know, thought, you know, even if nothing else of this, we'd, we'd get on really well as friends. But they all desired you too much, Leanne. Well, I don't know what it is. They're just, it's like, you know, the friendship line has been called and that's fine and, and it carried on fine. And it's like the moment that I announced to everybody that I was in a relationship, it's like, 
they've kind of crossed the boundaries and yeah. I don't know whether that is a different you know different in the fact that the intention of the relationship originally was maybe t- to progress to something and I had slept with them so it's that kind of different thing yeah but I would be like to be able to make a friend that's a man that is just we just hang out as friends yeah. I'd really like that like we yeah. do you know yeah but I that. love the banter I love yeah. the banter with men and the and that kind of um yeah, and, and so I do like that. But I, t- I tend to see men when they're with their partners. Yeah, um, me too. Yeah. And it's so, so I think that's... So the other thing is, um, is shyness. So I was actually very shy as a child. Yeah, me I, too. But not at all. I don't know what happened. I must have just kind of gone the other way. Do so you think you're doing performing arts? Because that must bring you yeah, out maybe. of yourself. Maybe. Maybe doing performing arts. But I'm totally not shy at all I um, think I mean my my default is still shyness I'm still would go rather yeah. be you know come back off my and I kind of have to push myself and that I think my confidence has grown through doing things like teaching and put you know just yeah but your, your confidence myself. has grown massively even since I know I've known you yeah because I remember like years ago you were much sh- more shy and kind of not um putting yourself out there to you know yeah much more shy whereas now I, I think, think it does come with age that's one thing and yeah. just like you said just not giving a shit so much yeah. and just becoming I think it's getting to know yourself that's yeah, really important yeah 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 because yeah. you kind of realise that like, this is who I am and yeah. this is what I like and this is what I like in other people and then yeah. you don't really worry so much you know whether no. people are going to like you or not you no. kind of get whereas I think that fear of rejection was a massive one f- for me yeah you know people not liking me now I just don't care yeah no so with me I've always had that thing where I know I'm a unique character where we all are unique characters maybe some more than others and I know that some people are going to find me too much too Mm -hmm. in your face too loud too whatever too weird Um, and then and just thinking well I don't care yeah you know if you don't like me there's plenty of people that do yeah Um, and just kind of being being who I am I think Um, but Social anxiety, which I have never suffered from, but I do have family members who are really socially anxious, and it's it's debilitating. And wanting to make friends, but having some kind of barrier of fear there, mm. and it must be, I guess, it's fear of rejection or not knowing what to say, or and that is really tricky, particularly in pandemic times. Yeah. Um, and so what I wanted to just say was like making friends online for some people yeah. is a real kind of lifesaver. Having that connection. Um, and as an adult, you know, as, as kids, you've got to be a bit careful, of course, because of online safety. Yeah. But as long as you're aware that it yeah. could be... Like I said, we're doing this for adults anyway, so... Yeah, we are. We are, we are, we are. We don't need to do internet safety, do we, I, th- I think they'll be all right. <laughs> Although I remember when you were kind of meeting, meeting people online, dating, like every uh, dating. I remember every yeah. time going. Now remember, Leanne, it could be, it could not be a forty-two-year-old <laughs> nice man. It could be a sixty-year-old perv who's pretending to be someone. Make sure you meet in a yeah. Because I'm a little bit worried about that kind of thing. But I was worried. It is you do kind of take a risk, but I, yeah. I you know. I think it's, again, I approach it, you know, if you're meeting, 
people online, whether it's dating as a man or, you know, or friendship. friendship, it's the same thing. Like, so the things that I made sure to do were, you know, talk to them on the phone first. Yeah, so you yeah, get yeah. a feel for the yeah. person. And maybe even FaceTime. So you yeah, can kind FaceTime. Of, yeah, and then you, cause you can then maybe see a little bit what... Yeah. Yeah. Get a feel then. And then meet somewhere that's crowded. You yeah. Know, go for a coffee or somewhere where there's other people. So you're not kind of, you know, in the middle of nowhere. I mean, I did do a few... Let's meet up on the moors, but anyway, that's just because I'm bored. But you're still here. I'm still here and I haven't been cut up into pieces. No, but you have got some martial arts training, haven't you? I have got. So you could training. like kind of do some k- kind of kung fu move and. Yeah, I feel like I could probably handle my handle my own with most men. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, I know. So yeah, should we go over the, some? Oh yeah, the top, top tips? tips. Leanne's top tips. Well, I think my so like I said, approach it like dating, and and be fussy. And I think, you know, when you're making friends, think more quality over quantity. I think it's important to have people that are good for you rather than just think... You know, Uplifting. Having, yeah, and you, and you can get too much. You know, if you've got too many friends, you can be like a social butterfly. You just end up just yeah. flitting all over the place and not really having... Meaningful connections. Yeah, you want meaningful connections. So I suppose getting to know yourself is really important and knowing what you value in your own life and the people, what you want in a friendship around you. And the kind of things that you might want to do together. And you have different you do have different friends that do different things. Like we tend to obviously we do a lot of this now. And we never go but running. I have friends <laughs> No, we never go running. I have friends that I always go for walks with, or I have friends that I go for swimming with, or I have friends that I yeah. cycle with, or go to the pub with, or go for yeah. dinner with, and you know, yeah. you kind of have different different friends with different things. And yeah, I think knowing the kind of qualities that you want in someone what you find yeah. knowing your boundaries as well I think is really important so yeah. you know like at what point have you got you know I hear stories of people that have got friends that turn up at their house at three o'clock in the morning yeah like needing counselling and that, like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want people yeah. like we that we haven't actually touched on that much have we what's that when friends kind of go too far yeah well they just I think it is having your boundaries yeah I think you've just got to be strict haven't you and just say yeah. that's not that's not on. Um, I think, you know, a good, good places to meet people are kind of going, doing things that you find interesting. So anything that mm. any of your hobbies interesting is yeah. interest. So yeah. sports stuff or, uh, you know, exercise classes or creative things or even going to festivals or retreats or then there's on the online things like meetup. There's that meetup group, isn't there? You can find loads of things on there, yeah. different groups and things. I think it's really important to be yourself, like we were saying earlier. Mm. Don't try and be someone else, because then you're going to end up attracting people that are not really your kind of people. Um, I think make, you know, make conversation, but keep it light to begin with. Don't go in with, like, full-on... And like Leanne, who goes straight in. Well... I That's do what you start. Said. I know I do, but I know I'm better now at small talk. I've got yeah. used to, yeah. you know, not just talking about the weather and being boring like that, but talking kind of asking questions. I think asking questions and yeah. that are kind of personal, but not too personal. Yeah. And talking about yourself as well, like sharing yourself. Mm-hmm. So don't just keep asking questions like you're interrogating them. Yeah, I remember meeting but, one person like years ago, and she said to me, "So, do you think in colour?" 
what do you think in words? What do you think in film? I was like, whoa, what a great question. I don't actually know, let me think. <laughs> That's a great yeah, question. Yeah, she's very cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe like, you know, have some, if you're going somewhere with the intention of making friends, you could even have some questions under your belt. Yeah, especially if you're socially anxious. Yeah. Like, have so like plan. Of, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, you know? No, no, not at all. Um, if your top tips are finished, I've got no. one last thing. That I want to just carry on. Do you? Yeah. Okay, well, then remind me of this thing that I want to say. Do you want to just say it now? Just yeah, say okay. it. Because I'm just going to forget, because Go I've got no short-term memory. I wanted to talk about best friends. Yeah. BFFs. BFFs. <laughs> but maybe, maybe oh, well, you can finish your no, top okay. tips. Should we talk about BFFs? Yeah, we can talk about BFFs. So, I mean, I have lots of friends who I think are really good, so yeah. I wouldn't have one BFF. Yeah. I wouldn't have one BFF. No, and I sometimes find it quite difficult. Not, I don't find it difficult, but I kind of look at people <coughs> that post things on social their media. Their best friend. I mean, it's, it's each to their own, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, it is. But I think, um, I think for me personally, again, like I said before, there's people that I like to do. I probably have a collection of what I would call my best friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My closest friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones that you could phone up in a crisis yeah. at any time of day or night. Yeah, yeah like no, you, no, you were, Midnight when I break down, have no petrol. I know. I like honestly. I tell you what, I felt like such a nice person that day. You were a nice person. <laughs> I know. Well, you were like, oh, my family's drunk and I'm stuck and I've got no petrol. No, you didn't say the petrol, but you went, I've broken down, and I had to drive to London at like five in the morning. Anyway, yeah. I quickly got dressed. You did. You and, uh, saved me. And I then was I was in a like, really dangerous position. On the yeah, road. Get I know. The police involved. I know. Yeah. I like rang the police, and then uh, they were really nice actually, weren't mm-hmm. they? And then we had they to were. drive all the way to Launceston, do you remember? Yeah. And no, we were digressing again. Sorry, oh, yeah. carry BFFs. on with the top tips. I think, yeah. Hey, well, no, I think the BFF thing for me personally is have a, uh, the closest friends, and then I, I kind of have close friends, friends, acquaintances. I think and there's different people in your life. Like a Venn diagram. But I've got loads like and loads and loads of people that I just, I love them all. It's not like I, it's just that some I just tend to spend more time with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than others, and but yeah, I mean, for some people, they just have their one BFF, and that's fine. Just, yeah, it just must need. be hard though if you do ever fall out. That's my kind of thing. Or yeah, and then what happens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's my top tips. Was them that I rudely interrupted. So, being the be the person that you know makes the first move. I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. If you're be the person that the cat your cat thinks you are as well (laughs) (laughs) be a nice person yeah be a nice person yeah um you know ask if if you're somewhere and you're getting on with somebody having a nice conversation there's nothing wrong with saying you know do you fancy meeting up for a coffee sometime and you can make a joke about it like oh this feels like you know i'm asking out a date just you know be if, if it's not going anywhere just remember that you just other people might feel awkward too yeah, and all, all like if you're in a gym class, I did, I did this once actually. I was in a gym class, and a friend of mine said, Right, you're challenged for today's gym classes, you're going to ask someone to have a coffee with you afterwards. Yeah. And even though I'm not socially anxious, I was really nervous. Yeah. And I asked this girl, um, Would you like to have a coffee? And she jumped at the chance. Oh. And we had a coffee, but there, go there was nothing going on. I mean, no. it just was, it was really awkward actually. Yeah. But I it was that, fine. I think that's the other thing to remember as well is that. It is like dating in that way that sometimes you're you're gonna 
you know, go out for a drink or something with someone, then then it's not it's going to fizzle out and not go anywhere. Yeah. But like with dating, you know, make sure that you do keep up contact. Don't expect other no. people to always be the ones that are phoning around and you know if you don't get a phone call after you've met up remember that people's lives are busy yeah so you do need to <clears throat> you know yeah. keep some contact going yeah and yeah and then yeah, i think again just being aware of your body language and having self-awareness is really important when you're making friends because you know we've all got that well not everybody but i know i definitely have a resting bitch face Oh yeah, I and do I can, as well. Because I'm concentrating. Yeah, yeah, I'm concentrating or I'm just like in my own world. Yeah. Um, and people can say that they find me really intimidating. Yeah. And I'm just like... Or piercing. People say yeah. that I, I maybe make too much eye contact. Yeah. Probably because I never used to make eye contact. And then someone told me I had to make eye contact. And so now I feel like I'm... You know, people think that I'm staring, yeah. staring into their soul. So it's good to have an awareness of your own body language, but also be aware that, again, don't be put off if you look at somebody and think, oh, they look like they're in a bad mood. Just remember that they might just have a resting bitch face. Yeah. And if um, you're quirky, celebrate the quirkiness. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else? I think that's it for my top I tips. think, no, I mean, the, the biggest one for me is just be yourself. Yeah, definitely. And that what's the worst thing that can happen is that they say no yeah. they don't, although you know most people aren't going to say I don't want to be your friend yeah they were just you, you kind of get the subtle messages and then yeah. you can and I think I know we're on. talking about making friends but the other thing to be aware of is like if you're growing as a person people are going to come in and out of your life like yeah. I've gained friends lost friends and you yeah. kind of just learn to let them go and there's that saying you know, like there's a reason season or a lifetime like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. friends that have been I've been friends with forever I might not see them that often. You yeah. pick up the phone and it's like time hasn't passed. Yeah, and they'll yeah, always yeah, be around. Yeah. You just know that yeah. they will. And other yeah. people come into your life for like maybe just even a few months, but they were perfectly timed. They're like the holiday friend and it was, yeah. you know, you perfect with them. Yeah. And then again, like the season. So you just, you just, don't know, just go with the flow and enjoy yeah. it. And yeah. just, you know, be brave and get out there. Yeah. Anyway. And if you've enjoyed our ramblings... Please do subscribe, share with all your friends, and if you've got any ideas of any podcasts you'd like us to do, then do get in touch. Thank you very much. Bye. If you like this episode, please do subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at women's underscore debate, Instagram, women's masturbate, all one word, Facebook, women apostrophe s, separate word mass, separate word debate.